you are listening to the Carrero Podcast. I am Malia Hoffman, and I'm here with Fred Ramirez. Today, our guest is Alan Lalek. Alan is the co-founder of Kabloom. In his role, Alan looks after strategy, innovation, and vision. Alan is a believer in kids dreaming big and supports all things that give kids the opportunity in becoming big entrepreneurs. Kabloom is an online global community platform. It's a collaborative environment, kids and parents, kids and teachers, or kids and facilitator, to help kickstart our kids' independence. Kabloom unleashes kids' entrepreneurial spirit. It will teach kids how to start a real business by taking kids through a step-by-step process in a fun, safe, educational environment. Alan is married to Adelina, who is the co-founder of Kabloom. Together, they have two kids, Oliver and Elisa. Alan can be contacted at alalic at keblom.com. Thank you, Alan, for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about your um, experience with Kabloom and your philosophy allowing kids to dream big and how you enable this? Wow, beautiful question. Hello. Look, our, our philosophy is about kids dreaming big by doing what they wish to do, not be told what they have to do. Mm. And we truly believe that kids have the innovation mindset, the creativity mindset. Uh, we, we, we inspire kids to actually um, want to unleash the entrepreneur creativity and entrepreneurial mindset. And what I mean by entrepreneurial mindset, I don't mean going out becoming an entrepreneur, but the philosophy of an entrepreneur and how he or she thinks and how they see problems in this on this world and how they can actually see solutions for it. So we're about inspiring uh, our next generation of, of kids becoming uh, future leaders and, and the best they can become. That's awesome. So, so tell us, Tell us and our and our listeners about your about your background and and, and how you came up with this idea. Um, yeah, well, my, my background. So I'm, I'm the co-founder of Kabloom, and um, my background's finance, financial advising, um, in software. I've run my own financial planning business. I've worked in corporate, worked in small business, tried a couple of little little startups in the in the past. And a couple of years ago, about two years ago, or into the third year, uh, I was looking what the future was was becoming, especially for the next generation of workers. And it really feared me because the world's a changing landscape. You know, no longer uh, is a guaranteed job. Um, artificial intelligence, robots, the world's a changing place. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the fear of what is education, is education educating kids for the future? or is educating kids now just to educate kids and tick mm-hmm. off a box. And what tools are actually out there for kids uh, in the education system that's allowing kids to prepare themselves for the 21st century employment landscape? And that's what really got me starting uh, to think, what is out there to, for creativity, for entrepreneurial mindset, to inspire kids to become what they want to become? And that's, that's the foundations of, uh, of Kabloom. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about um, how you get kids involved with Kabloom and what is all entailed in this as a learning experience for them? Yes, yeah, certainly. So uh, initially when we uh, launched our product in Colorado Springs, we were doing a, 
school to school. So we were effectively going into schools and and launching it within various classrooms. So it was actually a mixed group of teachers. It was either a mass teacher um, or, or, or some other type of teacher. And teachers generally saw the value of an entrepreneurial mindset. So we, we actually had a mixed experiences with the different types of teachers. It really wasn't, um, Kabloom wasn't really fitting into one particular area of a, of a classroom. Mm-hmm. And what we saw with, with kids is once they started using Kabloom, um, it allowed them to find out who they are, what their passions are, what their interests are. And these kids actually were starting to come up to us and saying, wow, we're really grateful that we can actually go into a platform, interact with kids in our classroom, um, have debates, have conversations, mm-hmm. and actually do it in an environment that feels um, safe, fun, and friendly. And kids were like, this is just, this is great. And we, we personally had kids coming up to us and thanking us mm-hmm. to say, thank you for giving me the opportunity to find out about who I am. And, and mm-hmm. some of these kids were 16 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's what inspires me then to get up at 5 a.m. or 4.30 <laughs> in the morning and, yeah. and, and keep it going. Uh-huh. You know, it, it truly does. And and I love it. I, I, I love seeing those kids being inspired. Um, it, it's truly magnificent to, to, to see that. So two parts. Um, first of all, uh, um, tell us about what the um, – about your – about what the name what the name means first of all because it's 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 it's, it's pretty u- unique but then but then also can you um, share with us um, some activities that you're that that the students do yeah sure so the, the kabloom name itself came up um, by two guys in a US who will um, rebranding and relaunching our our website so we had a couple of different spelling of kabloom. Um, I believe this is the correct spelling, um, <laughs> but we, we had um, KU Bloom and then, you know, we, we sat down with our kids and we go, what does this mean to you? And, and with the KU Bloom, it was like um, kids universe blooming and then the KE Bloom, uh, our kids said um, kids entrepreneurship uh, blooming and we thought we'll, we'll go we'll, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. So th- these are our kids being 10 and 12 um, at all younger at the time telling us this and we thought well Cute. if Kabloom built for kids who best get advice from but kids that's good yeah 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 the the, the interaction it's, it's effectively um the first seven steps of the of the platform is is finding um your problem your solution um it delves into marketing finance budgeting and and in between there's a whole bunch of um questions that are asked about um your superpower uh, your strengths Cool. Um, it allows you to go and uh, present your, uh, which traditionally is called a pitch deck, um, present yourself to a bunch of school kids in the in the classroom or at home, and, and to talk about your idea. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to building up that that that, um, that strength of your mind and not being fearful of actually um, talking. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this whole yeah. thing about oh, I can't present, I can't present. Yes, you can. Everyone can present. Yep. So it's building up that that confidence, and you know, we, we want it to be fun. It's it's not a curriculum. It's not you have to do. It's just about a whole bunch of prompters that um, is a bouncing ball. Effectively, you start from point one, and then you you work your way through. And after those steps, if you wish to go ahead and actually launch your business in the real world, um, you, you take the next couple of steps on our platform, and and then you launch your business and. 
and off you go and give it a go. What's the intended age level audience of Kabloom? So from a, from a design aspect of our platform, we, we look around that 9 to 16 years of age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've had younger kids. Uh, we, we recently just did a workshop here in Australia and we had a seven-year-old wow. uh, do the workshop. So for us, it's about um, their, uh, their passions and their intent. Mm-hmm. And, and if they're motivated to actually be part of the, the group, go for it. We, we did it from that age, only from a design aspect. But we've, we've had older um, older people use our platform, um, but we find that the younger the younger ones around that 14, 15, 16 um, is, is kind of that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have younger kids um, doing it as well. Wow! Right. So there, yeah, can you can you go back and kind of share just like one or two things in which um, some of these some of these kids have been thinking about and and also implementing? Yeah, certainly. So um, two stories. Uh, Recently, a kid came up with doing his own um, dog biscuit business. Hmm. So, yeah, so so creating his own um, biscuits um, for dogs. So went through the whole um, workshop and process and said he wanted to be a profit business. So he worked out what he actually needed to um, to spend um, in terms of um, making the biscuits and what was going to be his profit margin who was going to support him, i.e. his parents, um, how he was going to distribute you know, through his, his community, through his family and friends. Hmm. Um, another one, um, another recent um, business was oh, in the world of gaming where uh, Roblox, so one of the kids enjoys Roblox and they enjoy building houses on Roblox, but they also see a lot of kids come up to to her and say in the game, can you build my house? Can you build my house? Mm. So she's introduced a virtual business where she gets paid Roblox money to help them build the houses or builds the houses. Yeah. That's really cool. Oh, that's <laughs> super cool. Wow. You know, I, I, I really like that, that idea because what you're, what you're hitting on is um, every kid doesn't want to go to college. You know, and, 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 and speaking from, mm-hmm. from a university professor's point of view, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's perfectly fine. Um, in fact, I've, I've been working, trying to work with, with districts, you know, trying to give them opportunity to say, look, let's design different types of curricula where when, where when, when kids graduate from high school, they could immediately jump into work. Mm-hmm. Um, but but a lot of, you know, a lot of schools are really hesitant, at least, at least here, uh, be, you know, because here everybody has to go to college and that's what our curriculum is, is, is based on. So my, so my question then to you is that, have you, have you come up with any types of, I, I guess, roadblocks, um, you know, with regards to um, promoting this, promoting school to work? Yeah, so so the ro- the roadblocks have never been around teachers wanting to help students. What we've always found is every teacher we've engaged with is so passionate about delivering the best outcomes for their students. Good. Where the roadblock comes is that their uh, curriculum or, or their daily diary is so full mm. that they don't really have permission to drop off content unless it's it's um it's like an option. Yeah. So what's happening is, and I'm finding this more and more, is that the curriculum is based on a lot of um, legacy type of learnings 
and it's not allowing or giving permission to teachers to fill in um, their slots to actually get into new ways of learning. So one of the challenges is that it's more of a top-down approach. How does a, a state or federal uh, government um, review and allow teachers to be more um, more decision makers? And when teachers or schools see opportunity, they can actually slot in uh, any type of, of, of program uh, to benefit um, the kids for, for the future. Because you're right, not everyone wants to or can go to college or university. Um, you know, not everyone fits that that round hole, you know, square peg, round hole type of analogy. And that's okay. Uh, but w- what is it then for them? What's available for these kids at a young age to allow them to find that that inner inner um, you know, inner bean or whatever it may be to allow them to find a platform or a community or mentors to allow them to take that path and, and not be afraid because you can always go back and study. You know, yeah. age is no, it's, it's not an inhibitor. Colleges are going to say to you, sorry, you're 23, you can never hmm. come to us. You know, they're always going to welcome you. And I think people need to remind, remind themselves it's okay to try, mm-hmm. but it's okay to, um, you know, to go to college if, if it doesn't work or, or whatever it may be. Yeah, and I think that based on what you're saying with these um, projects, are they're very cross-curricular. So with a little bit of creativity, I think a teacher could easily have it fit the standards of math and social studies and potentially science if they're making dog biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And we love it. You know, I love talking about experimentation. You know, mm-hmm. like, we, you know, we do experiments in a science room and we make mistakes, but, you know, what's never a, it's not like it's a pass-fail mindset. And, right. and, and I want to instill that in every in every classroom. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't have to be pass-fail. It's about your learnings. Okay, you didn't approach it in a certain way. That's okay. Go back go back and revisit it, but this time speak to people who understand it and get their thoughts and then reapply mm-hmm. their thoughts and your thoughts and do the experiment again. And, yeah. and uh, until it comes to a conclusion that gives you um, a path to say, you know what, we'll just close this down because you know, waterproof straws ain't going to work. Um, or sorry, water, straws that are made out of paper ain't going to work mm-hmm. um, or, or some type of um, other idea where it will work and, and take them through to that next stage. And that's, that's what it's all about. And that's what we should be encouraging kids. Yeah. You know, we never said no to a little baby who got who fell at first time trying to walk. No. What do we say? <laughs> you know, we encourage them to get up and do what? Try again. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow when we become teenagers, we, we do the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, and I think that's, that's vital is because what you're saying is that through our, through our current curriculum process, we're not allowing kids to fail. Mm. Um, and, it's, and it's that failing process that, that allows us to go on um, by, you know, thinking of, thinking of something new, of something, of something different. Um, and I think by, you know, because I have, you know, I have a lot of a lot of friends of mine who have who had started their own their own businesses, and 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 each one of them will will share that, yeah, when I when I first started, I messed up and here and here and here and here, but then I just tried something different, and it and it yeah, and it just meshed. Well, yeah, I mean, messing up a lot of times, I can tell you that I can tell you from our experience personally. 
um, we've come up then with solutions that have actually taken us to another level. Mm. That's really it's cool. a very scientific process, you know, the scientific journal, noting what's working, what's not working, making tweaks along the process. And I, I mean, I think that that's a good philosophy to have in learning. And, and yeah, as you said, like people in business do it and in the world. So in school, why do we put such high stakes on it? Definitely. And even with the budgeting component, like you were saying, we can fit into different sections of, of, of school, mm-hmm. you know, with the mass or math, um, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a fun way of, of learning. And you look, you got to, there's got to be certain times where you've got to follow the script. I'm not saying everything has to, can be, can be fun. However, you can turn um, a math um, project into, into fun if, you, if you're um, showcasing budget or how to make a profit or what's profit and loss or what's gross versus net. You know, you get these kids exploring, going out there and talking to one another. And before you know it, they've actually learned math. And, and, and you could, you know, the kids will say that was really exciting. And mm-hmm. the, the teacher will say, awesome, we've, we've done it in a different way, but the outcome's the same. Right. So how involved are you with um, implementing these programs? Are you? It sounds like you're working with the teachers and with the kids. Is that kind of your model for all of the implementation? Look, for now, for, for now it is. We're very hands-on because mm-hmm. uh, we can be. Um, you know, we, we don't have hundreds and hundreds of schools. Um, but the, the, the premise of the idea is that it's... Um, teachers can actually become self-sufficient and, and we're building out more and more guides because one of the feedbacks are from teachers that we like to have um, as much information um, as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're actually uh, uh, building out those guides, YouTube vid- uh, videos, uh, content. So we're actually mixing up how we're going to give content. Um, we're happy to help. We're happy to, to jump on a call with the teachers. Uh, but we wanted to become... Uh, at a at a stage where it's um it's independent, uh, what I mean by independent, it allows the teacher, and we've even have instances where students actually run the the class for the owl when they're using Kabloom, uh, which is great because it gives an owl back to the teacher, yeah. and then the teacher can actually then get these kids who are um you know who are practicing certain skills, you know, practicing how to be a leadership or how to be if they're in a leadership group. Yeah, it allows them to actually. Um, practice those schools and the teachers there to support them if, if the kids or the child gets a little bit stuck on something mm-hmm. but it is giving we've seen it's given time back to teachers as well yeah are a lot of these projects um done as a group with several students together in one or are they more individual or both it, both actually we, 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 we we're encouraging um team uh, but then there are some kids out there that love to be solo. I suppose it's like companies. You can have sure. a solo founder or, or, or co-founders. Mm-hmm. Again, there's no set criteria. It's not like, oh, sorry, you can't use Kabloom if you want to be a solo founder. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that, that's the DNA of the individual, so go sure. for it. But the great thing is he or she got, got, got support to actually mm-hmm. um, you know, go out there and, and talk to their peers or their friends or the teacher um, you know, when they – when or if they need support, there we, we generally find groups. But again, it's coming back to that safety, that safety blanket, isn't it? Like kids actually feel safe working together, and, yeah. and that's great. So, combination of all of the above. So, so um, Alan, what is what would be the process for teachers or, or or schools to to begin this? To yeah, yeah. So simply, just go on to to our website, Kabloom. 
uh, com. There's a teachers page there. They can reach out to us. Uh, we will get in contact with them. We effectively just do a – first and foremost, we need to listen to the teacher's problem. What Do they actually have a, a problem in a classroom or does the school have a problem in terms of mm-hmm. seeing new programs such as such as Kabloom? And if they see that Kabloom can actually slot into a, in, in, as a solution to uh, one of their problems that they have – uh, then we'll find out specifically what area can we slot in. Is it mass or, or whatever subject, or is it an after school or before school? And then we'll actually just work with with the teacher. Um, and then effectively, we we do all the the back end work. We set up the students, we set up the teacher. The beautiful thing is that we set it up in a way where the teachers, the the, the, the mentor, and below the teacher are all the students. So the teacher can actually see each of these students' um, progress mm. and making sure that no one's, uh, you know, falling behind or no one's saying, yeah, I've done all four, I've done four levels, miss or mister, and they haven't started yet. Mm-hmm. Um, those cheeky ones too. Uh, but then, <laughs> then you've got those other kids who are, who are passionate and just smash it. Um, mm. So it's, 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 we, we're not trying to create hurdles. We want to hear if they've got problems. We want to hear if a program like ours uh, can and does work in their school and, and once we confirm that then the teachers always give us their time to to look at our program either we do a, a virtual run through um, share screen give them a high level um, demonstration of of the platform awesome you mentioned that you um, are allowing kids to have an impact at like a global scale can mm. you talk a little bit about that yeah, so what we, we're encouraging kids to, to think big, think grand. Mm-hmm. It, it can do attitude. You, you've got this, you know, truly like this. This this stems back to motivation, and um, I, I truly believe that uh, Kabloom um, can motivate those kids or, or give give a reason. Our platform can give a reason for kids to go out and do it. Just mm-hmm. do it. Just give it a go. Yeah. Think big. Like you, you, kids, the kids know. Kids know they can impact, have an impact globally. They, this generation is very, very smart. Yeah, they see it all. You know, within seconds they can get twelve million results. Mm-hmm. Where for some of us on this video, we would have to go to the library, and by the time we went to the library, yeah, the, the information was out of date. Mm-hmm. So these these kids are have got real time information, and they're taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. They truly are, and you know they can they they want to. Con- I know firsthand these kids want to connect with other kids on a global scale, and want to make change, and 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 change you know in in various ways. You know even from a self development, learning new cultures, learning new ways. You know just just interacting with other kids on a global scale. You know, these kids really want to do this and. And it's it's not about micro thinking; it's about macro thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and again, just exploring and building up new networks on, on you know around the world, irrespective of where you are. And, and that, that's that's what we're seeing when kids' eyes light up yeah. uh, when we talk about this. Awesome. That's, that, that's really cool because I think what you what you said is is so valid. Is you know. Um, Kids have, you know, kids have phones and they're connecting with, with kids from all over the world and they're, you know, they don't mind texting a CEO of like a major company, you know, oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just do it and then I'll set it up. At least, you know, but I'm not going to call them, you know, you know, and I, you know, and I, and I'm thinking that's, that's, that's what, 
um, what, what it sounds like that you, that you enable kids to, to do is to get them to that point where they're up and they're presenting and they're, um, you know, because, because ultimately they are going to have to make that face-to-face connection. Of course, hundred percent, and and I love the way the way the way they use technology. I, I really do, you know, and, and I'm envy of it. You know, like in terms of our generation growing up and, and this generation, they can just communicate through various um, social channels, and 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 the message does get across, and that really finds the true believers in in that um you know in that problem or in that interest and, and really push the agenda. And we've seen it globally more recently, you know, which, which is fantastic. And it brings the attention to the politicians on, on this planet mm. and, and they're listening, you know, and at least they are listening. Yeah. You know, and, the, and these young kids will make a change happen and these politicians have to adapt. Yeah. Have you seen any of the students take it beyond just what the expectations are of the program and, and take it and run with it and actually try to bring it into fruition um, at a larger level? Yeah, look, uh, well, well, kids have launched their own businesses on our platform mm-hmm. and that effectively they're global businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing about Kabloom. Um, it has no borders. It's universal. Wow. So kids could actually open up their own, you know, recycling business and what I mean by that, they can sell books um, that they no longer, you know, require. And if they want to deliver that to another country overseas, they can. Uh Um, The the, the ideas are are, are universal. Um, The distribution is is universal. Um, And forming partnerships is universal. It it comes back to, does a kid just want to sell um, homemade popcorn in their local district because of health regulations, and if that's if that inhibits them, then that's that's a that's a you know state regulation, not a, mm-hmm. a Kabloom regulation. So we need to adhere to that. Yeah. But if a kid wants to sell you know books that are written in English, and um, you know a school in South America wants to buy them to teach those kids English, then go for it. Um, so it's some of like. Have you seen some of these? Like, what 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 are some of the projects that that kids have done that that are global? Well, we, we, we've got. I mean, we've got various businesses. The businesses that we've actually seen more to date have been around selling um, slime, selling clothes, selling books, hmm. um, handmade. Like, if if they want to make the handmade items, hmm. um, we, we say we, we we've seen we've seen those type of. Um, projects that, that have come through. Um, some schools have done project-based work where um, they would do one particular kid made his own books and um, printed them off and, and bound them together wow. and, and, and was selling them. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. this little kid, I think at the time, was actually seven, seven, eight years of age. <laughs> That's, yeah, cool. I know. That's so yeah. cool. And, 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 and that platform actually gave him permission um, to feel comfortable to do it. And, mm-hmm. and that's what we ultimately want to do is we want kids to find an excuse to do it yeah. rather yeah. than an excuse not to do it. Yeah. And so he was he was selling books and, um, you know, here I am in Australia. I, I, and he knows this because I, I spoke to the kid. I, I purchased a couple of books here from Australia mm-hmm. and they were being sent over from the USA. Wow. And when I explained to him where we were based, um, 
the smile on his face was um, we'll put it so I still remember. Oh man, that's so cool. Yeah, it's it's you know, and I could imagine that it's that it's moments like that 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 you just go, okay, this is why I do what I what I do. Well, yeah, I mean, he never thought he'd ever become a universal uh, <laughs> distributor of his book, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he did. And and the only the only the only thing that he did was he just tried. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so then, looking at look at looking at something that's like a real world situation for these mm. for these kids. How has COVID changed what what you're doing and what teachers are doing and what teacher and what kids are going through? Yeah, so yeah, COVID. First, first and foremost, it's, it's been disastrous to the world and and mm-hmm. and, and the world economies. So we, we took the approach to say, okay, um, our distribution channels are directly through schools or um, um, or other channels. So that stopped a couple of months ago. Yeah. So we sat down and said, okay, we can um, allow COVID to, to defeat us or we can um, pivot at least for the, the short term anyway. So we've started doing online workshops and our platform has always been online. Yeah. So we had no legacy systems. We didn't actually have to rebuild anything. All we have to do now is, is, is find a whole bunch of facilitators um, to facilitate our, um, our platform. So that's where, the, that's where the big change is. So we, we're actually looking at ways to say, okay, if the, if the teacher doesn't have time to facilitate Kabloom in a classroom, um, we could actually have our own facilitators zoom in um, during, that, during that session mm-hmm. um, or that lesson time and actually have an external facilitator actually um, run the program. We're so used now to the, to the Zooms or whatever type of technology we're using to, to reach out to one another. Yeah. It's, it's no longer needing to, to solve the concept about, hey, you know, you can actually have a virtual classroom. It's been proven that it works. Yeah. So we, we we're adapting to what people are actually used to now and we're adapting to how people are communicating too. So... Right now, we're actually experimenting with with um, these type of um, workshops here in Australia, and we're looking to launch a few of these um, workshops over in the USA as well. Oh, good. What other countries are you, um, or or do you have in other countries with students using Kabloom? Just Australia yeah. and USA at the moment. Mm-hmm. Predominantly, USA um, has been our main our main focus. Australia's. Just so the viewers understand, I'm sure most of them know this, we're a country of only 25 million uh, people. That's our population. Mm-hmm. Um, we only have a couple of million students in this country. So we're really limited in, in our capacity for right. um, total addressable market. Mm-hmm. And we saw that, I mean, America's got a, in our, in our belief, America has a very entrepreneurial mindset, very entrepreneurial mm-hmm. spirit. Yep. You know, can't do, give it a go attitude. And we've seen that firsthand. I've experienced it firsthand. Mm-hmm. So we've gone into a target market that we believe um, understands the power of entrepreneurial mindset and the power of, of supporting and, and giving people um, a go. Uh, so that, that's really the country we've been focusing on. Um, we are considering um, other regions, Southeast Asia, um, also the Indian market. Um, Europe, we haven't we haven't looked at at this point in in time, but mm-hmm. you know, we want Kaboom to be global um, yeah. ultimately. So um, 
all kids, irrespective of race, colour, creed, religion, mm. um, as long as they've got access to a laptop and, and internet, um, go for it. Yeah. I'd imagine that it would uh, translate well into the international schools too right away as far as being, um, you know, with more of like an American curriculum kind of, um, I guess, method or pedagogy. Yeah, no, they, they definitely, um, definitely agree. I mean, mm-hmm. again, our focus has, has been the U.S. and, you know, we, we look at the international baccarat schools and, and, and the like and, you know, um, you know, happy for anyone who's who's watching this to reach out to us. Yeah. Um, um, you know, never. I'm, I'm, we're always happy to talk to people that see um, that they're passionate about helping their students. That's that's that's. You know, we're we're passionate about it, so we're more than happy to speak to to those people as well. Do you have um? Do you have social media outlets for the company that people could find? Or I know you shared with us your email address. Yeah, definitely. So if you you go to our kabloom.com website, then at the bottom of our webpage, you'll see our social social media. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. We're doing videos. You know, 2020 is a year about video. So we've actually got a whole bunch of of videos that we're actually sharing. And, you know, kids are actually our entrepreneurs. Uh, We we, we actually want kids to see other kids doing this, Mm -hmm. you know, I can I can sit in and um, showcase the kids what we're doing, but I truly believe the best advice from kids comes from kids. Yeah. And if they see other kids are doing it, uh, they're going to be motivated to at least consider um, that entrepreneurial mindset, and at least consider you know um, looking at it and, and trying it. It's a, it's a, you know we're changing the mindsets of, of of kids here, and we have to be patient about this. It's not like okay, look at it today and go for it. We will find those kids doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but kids need comfort and assurances and it is in a safe, fun, friendly environment. It was built for kids. By, you know, it was built for kids. That, that's, yeah. that's truly what Kabloom was built for and I want them to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan, one of the things that, that we like doing is uh, when, we're, when we're finishing up um, is, is to ask our, our, our guests what their call to action is. So what is your call to action? In, in terms of the um, listeners jumping onto our website, is that what you're referring to? Or, you know, what's your, um, what would, what would be your like dream or what would, what, what's, what's the one thing that like motivates you every single day? So what motivates me every day is, is Kaboom giving an opportunity to every kid on this planet to become what they want to become. Mm. I love that. That's what motivates me. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know, and, I, and, I, and, and I ask that, you know, all the listeners um, look at our website, kabloom.com. Now reach out to us. We, 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 will, we will spend 15 minutes. I always say, I always say to, to our people, if, if within 15 minutes um, you truly believe that we can help you, we'll continue the conversation. If you truly believe that Kabloom isn't the right fit for you, then we're happy to have at least that conversation. Yeah. And when when Kabloom's right for you and, and your your community or your school, uh, we're always happy to have another conversation in the future. Yeah. Uh, we're not pushy. We're not. We're not. You know. We're not selling. Um, selling type of you know pushy type of people. We just want to listen to. Can Kabloom help your students? 
Yeah, I think that it if teachers can't find a way to fit it into their curriculum, that it would still work really well as like an after school, um, like extracurricular type thing for kids. I know like some of the schools I've worked in, they've done um, like STEM after school projects and students had to like apply to get into it. And so they felt like it was very prestigious. And so I think that this would be another opportunity for something like that, just to engage kids in that those after school programs. Definitely, and, and we've also found um, that the kids as well who are really passionate about this is the ones who teachers sometimes think, oh, you know, that that, that kid is is um, his attention in class kind of wanders off into other zones, mm-hmm. and um, which is fine, and and yeah. you actually find that those kids have actually got a hidden hidden talent. Yeah, and then we've got a real case story of that where there was this little little kid in one of the, the groups, and the teacher said, oh, "We," I said to the teacher, he said to me, "I'm going to put in the smartest kids." And I said, "Wait a minute, have you got any kids that are in your class at the moment, or anyone there that's kind of, you know, tapping the table, pretending that he he, he or she is playing the drums?" And he goes, "I've actually got a kid like that." <laughs> and this kid, this kid was the kid who actually did the books. Wow. wow. That's very cool. Yeah. So that hidden talent came out. He just needed a, a, a platform, an outlet mm-hmm. to unleash that. That's cool. Well, great. Well, that's um, all that we have for you today. Thank you so much for your time and getting up so very early to share with us all the great work <laughs> that you're doing with kids around both in Australia and in the U.S. And um, I really want to check it out and I'm going to, tell all the teachers I know about it. So hopefully um, you can get some more people and more kids involved in creating businesses. Thanks so much. Had a great time. Thank you. Thank you.